Boom. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. We're live. <laughs> You've got the music there. <laughs> Jingle. I actually, I actually used to have a soundboard, like, uh, like a legit soundboard with like silly sounds from internet. But I, um, I have to, I have to, I have to put it together again. I, I've seen some people requesting that stuff. So. You give it to your kid, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, here we go. We're we're live. Um, it's going to be a, a beautiful day, I believe. Uh, it's morning here in LA, and it's an evening over there, right? Over the seas. Yeah. It's almost Life almost evening. Uh, we have Virginie Bourdine today. Uh, yeah. Good Thank friend, you. and we used to work together. I'm so stoked that I could get you live uh, with us here. Super, super fun. Because uh, I think we're going to have quite a few uh, interesting conversations going on over the stream. And um, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll get to hear some questions from, from the audience too. Uh, so, so you're saying that you need to be clever. <laughs> no, we can be silly as, as we want to. It's all good. It's all good. So. Um, it's but yeah, anyways, let, let's maybe start with like what I usually start with and make it super easy for, for all of us, you know, uh, get the conversation going. For anyone who's, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people that are listening to us might already know who you are. But for those who don't, you know, it would be, be just good introduction. Sort of let, you, let them know uh, what's, what's going on there. Is it to me now? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want? You want uh, when I was eight, when I was uh, uh, 20, when I started to let's grow? Start, let's start with the moment you were born. What was in your, <laughs> what was in your mind? Once upon a time. Um, no, uh, well, you know what? I got lucky. I got lucky because I, I, I was born in a creative family. I had a father who was um, doing art crafts, advertising agency, all kind of sort of things. And my mother, she basically, um, she was an, a musician, uh, illustrator, and mm -hmm. uh, she basically transformed the house into kind of uh, a wild, uh, I don't know, mess of uh, let's let's. I've got a friend, and he's a puppet maker. Let's put some do some maker uh, puppets together, or let's do some uh, jam music jams. And there was constantly a lot of artists in in the home. Mm -hmm. I grew up in that environment and uh, I was watching her drawing. So at the age of four, I was doing perspective and I was doing fade for the sky, you know, when the kids are doing just blue line. So I, I kind of like it was a trick, you know, I, it's, so that's it. It's, um, when you're born in it, it's, uh, you learn without making any effort. And, um, and after, I think, normal study would be too much work, right? Not enough. So you just go into an art school because then you, you just enjoy, you know, what is easy for you, and that's it, you know. Right on. So, so what was first? Was walking or, or drawing? <laughs> was perspective drawing or walking? What was first? <laughs> I, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. But drawing can be very, very early. And, and therefore, when you draw early, you kind of leave it early as well. Like, I can't say I'm drawing at these days. Now, I'm art directing. I've, I've kind of gotten a different take on it. And 
I, you know, when, when you, you get all the techniques there mm-hmm. at the time, because techniques evolve, and if you, either you spend all your days like trying to catch up with the forever, uh, growing in, you know, softwares and possibilities and all that. Yeah. Or, or, or you just focus on, on something else. Uh, for me, it was ideas. Um, and when I was doing an art school, I kind of, um, basically what happened, um, I was, I, I was doing advertising, you know, study. And I kind of gang with the best guy in the room. Uh, so we were the best guy there and we would work at night, doing white night work because we were working like mad and we would share our skill set already. Right. And, and that, I think it started it all because working with the guy who was drawing like, drawing like a god at the time for, you know, our little group. Yeah. And he was like having tons of ideas and, you know, the teacher, they would give us constantly like the, the cool job for uh, the first client that comes to school. They want to have something for free and, you know, so you get this kind of like momentum of co-creation and it's so fun that basically you want to emulate again and again the same emotion, you know, this kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Working with the other is like you end up doing something way better than you could have done on your own. And and it just pushes you constantly. So I think I'm, I still have, I mean, like I'm currently doing it, basically. Yeah, so I mean, when we worked together, it was it was exactly that dynamic. So I can, I can, I can see because you were trying to keep that dynamic in between the teams. What was yep. really interesting uh, when when I got to work with you on Guardians of the Galaxy and, and X-Men was that up until that moment, I don't think I had any projects that I worked on that there was so much collaborative effort towards creating mm. something, right? It was more usually when you're hired uh, for a job, whether it's games or films, um, you're kind of working on, on your own thing. You get your tasks and sort of like you own that realm and then sort of like it's a very standard, very conservative sort of way of working where, all right, this is my thing. I'm going to design it and then my production designer is going to sign it off and blah, 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 right? Whereas when I worked with you guys, it was it was like flip, you know? Like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm working with JAMA and I'm working with those guys. And, you know, yeah. uh, who, was, who, who else was there? Stefan, right? Stephen, yes, Stephen? no, Stefan was remote. He, he's been there for many, many years, but he was already, he always been remote. Stephen yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like uh, Mark Tompkins, there was uh, Gerald Blaise, who now is at an island in your side of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, Stephen Wong. There was like, uh, there was um, also, uh, oh my god, uh, Andre Radovichev. Yeah. Um, and everyone, there was also Matt Alsop at the moment, at, at some point. Um, everyone has, has a, a, a gorgeous talent. There was something favorite also that they like to do best, you know. So everyone had their own field and the, the fun was to mix it all. Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember when you sent me like 
files from JAMA, and I was like, what What on earth? <laughs> what on earth is going on there? It's like, damn. <laughs> no, that, that was, that's, for me, it's, that's pure excitement and joy. Like, basically, I love, have a confession. I love nerds. And yeah. for me, you guys, <laughs> kind of all nerds. So, so I, I tried, like, JAMA, oh, yeah, I've done, like, scientific study and, and actually, he didn't know what means nuclear things, you know? It would, you know, it would do something that, that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, I love that. So I tap on that. There was Gerald, uh, who was like the guy who knew everything about Marvel. So, like, you know, you have to prov- provide a lot of things very fast. And I need people who knows. I can't, I can't spend two weeks learning, reading all the comics. I don't yeah. have that luxury of time, no? Exactly. So well, could you could you give me could you give me a profile of each character, please? And then in like no time, you've got all the variations of which comic, what is happening there, what's happening here, and this saves so much time. And it's so great to have that bulk of knowledge. So for me, it's like it's just fun after you know to to um, get get little geniuses there like hey, your turn, you know. <laughs> Say what you have to say. <laughs> that, yeah. That's that was pure pleasure, and uh, I think they all recognized that they have something to bring on the table, and that's where you got the emulation going, and that's where people have fun. When we went to see uh, Charlie, the production designer, we basically had the luxury to work uh, during. <laughs> I say luxury uh, during Christmas time. <laughs> 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 Luxury uh-uh. of Christmas time work. <laughs> there, was, there was no one. There was no one at the time. There was right. no supervisor. There was, there was just artists who had fun. And when they all came back from from Christmas uh, holidays and, and uh, New Year holidays, I just went to that room to present everything to, to the production designer. And I lined up a ton of drawings. And basically, I couldn't have stopped them. Like, Stefan was like crazy as well, like having fun doing so many variations. There was also an um, American um, concept artist. Um, David. Loud. David Hollins? Yes. Yeah, he was great. And that, that's it. It's like <laughs> Charlie entering the room and I, oh, um, you went wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that it's it's rare. It's rare those moments, and and if I can create them, uh, I'm super happy. Basically, it's, yeah. but it's, but we, I want I want these moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was when we, when I was with you guys on the on those shows, it was just like for the first time, um, it was collaborative work where it, you couldn't really tell. Oh, this is my concept art, you know? Like, oh, I did it, you know? I got I got art direction, but it's mine i did it it was it was you know it was like let's put something together for a good of uh of the show and you know get get those ideas together um as a collaborative effort so instead of just like again like going i just gonna create it it was like some file some parts of of my painting would be you know would be david david designs and we would you know go back and forth and things that i would paint over he would then redesign and it would be like this sort of putting all the brains in, in one 
in one melting pot instead of like steering it and you would be the, yeah. the person with the with the spoon like steering it like, Ooh, let's uh, see what that soup is uh, gonna give us you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, so that, that's that's delicate uh, thing actually um i mean in, for sure it's like i love doing that and i when i could when i had time i would do brainstorming with the guys like hey This is the brief. This is few images. Everyone goes in his corner, and yeah. then see in two hours. And then you bring back, and then you know when someone has felt something good, so we select. They carry on this one, etc., etc. Now there's 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 a fine balance because ultimately concept artists want to also express themselves and right. have something in their portfolio. So is when you can, when you feel that. One concept artist can do it all, and is self-contained, and is not the major, basically, a big villain that you need to create. Where, you know, production designer, VFX supervisor, director, they're all going to um, think about it for months, right. basically. So that's that's a different type of concept for me um, because it's a whole creative process that is not just about you. But also about the people, the filmmakers, yeah, and it's working in collaboration with them. So here we are going to take our time, and here we are going to be totally collaborative with the artist as well. So when it's a smaller, um, you know, secondary character or something, and and you can you give it a role for one concept artist, just just enjoy. So sometimes I say, you know, enjoy. We have a half day of. Of discovering fun or enjoy this is only for you or but we at MPC um, I mean the MPC attracts all the big shows at the time yeah. um, it still like does right yeah yeah obviously it's, it's huge now yeah. but already back at the time that that this um, software that they created on in a house software that allowed that was the best crowd um, crowd software at the time So they were getting all the final um, sequence. So we had all the big bad guys to do as well. So that that was that was great um, to get this opportunity. Um, but I'm I'm losing what I wanted to say now. Um, it, it's just every concept has its own kind of life. Some concept they you know that they are not going to be. Um, they are not going to have so much attention or, or the, the filmmakers will not pay so much attention. It doesn't have to become their baby and they really enjoy that artists express themselves. Yeah. Production designer, VFX supervisor as well. But they all have their vision. And when it comes to the big budget, uh, VFX or design, well, they need to talk, is basically. you know. So it's a collaboration And we are going step by step with them. So yeah. that's my philosophy, and is and that's where basically, yeah, I kind of kill all ego. <laughs> But guys, let's do a big like receipt, mix it all, and just just showing eventually what is the aim of that concept, what is the aim of the movie, and trying to really. I mean, my job is really to understand what the filmmaker wants, yeah. what is their style, what is their taste, and work for them. Exactly. So, and then to communicate that to the artist, so it doesn't, 
it doesn't lose track of what is the mission of that concert. Yeah, um, and that's what I said. Like it, it was, it was a very interesting experience to me. And I, I've worked with productions like after we worked together. I, I had like a sort of, it's it's a mix. You know, you're gonna have production designers where, um, which are basically like very pragmatic, like not pragmatic, but very cons conservative, like work in a very conservative way. Where it's like, mm -hmm. this is your thing and you, you're going to do it until you die. <laughs> like for a whole show, you're going to do this one thing. And you literally want to die sometimes because like, fuck, I'm, I'm working like for months on this one thing. Like, give me something else. But then you're also going to have like um, production designers and art directors like you where let's work on something together. And it's kind of interesting um, experience because... I think what a lot of people don't realize uh, or, you know, a lot of artists, especially younger ones, don't realize is, like in films uh, specifically, how much effort goes into making films. It's, 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 it's a huge amount of people and you're going to have, you know, director and, and, you know, director of photography, producers and everyone. Like when you when you really see see what's going on on the set, you then realize like, oh my god, this is like way larger than my my little my little drawing that I did in Photoshop. You know? Yeah, it's it's only the the second movie that I'm working for production designer, like on you know on the as we used to say on the client side, right? Because before it was ten years of VFX. Yeah. Um, and now, now I can see it all. <laughs> and now, it's a miracle. Every movie is a miracle. And and I got the chance to sit on this table with all those filmmakers and and the, the people who put it together. And what I found incredible is all those people. They are like risk taker, challenged. They love challenge, and they are there because they have never done it before. Yeah. Because they are they are going into an, an adventure, no? Yeah. And so they are, they, are, they are doing things for the first time. Also, they know the process and they know, you know, how to begin. But there's so much risk. There's so much thing that goes off. That <laughs> and what what they what they all have in common is the flexibility that they don't hold on to things like crazy. And they they really work in, in team in that sense. Um. So. Yeah, I think now having seen the two sides is just a movie is mad. It's just pure madness. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's it's very intense. It's like, um, and I, I have like a newfound appreciation to filmmaking because uh, you know sometimes it's so easy to go in and when you watch the movie, uh, you get to be like, oh, um, yeah, this movie sucks. You know, like the story was horrible, acting was bleh. You know, music was alright, but the visuals usually it's like the visuals were great but everything else sucked but one of the things that you quickly realize when you're on a set is that you, like if they can shoot about a minute or maybe 30 seconds of the like of the movie in one day that's usually like yes that's a success right but then at the end of the day you end up with because the schedule is so tight there's so many millions of dollars that go into the production at like the shooting part is the most expensive part there's so much money going in that, you know, like any failure, it's like, well, we kind of have what we have. So now it's the editor's job to sort of like salvage the shit. And <laughs> um, VFX. Yeah, exactly. And VFX. <laughs> like, yeah, let's uh, let's replace uh, that person completely there. Um, 
but yeah, um, it's it's very uh, it's a very eye-opening experience when you when you get to see the set and and it's sort of like coming back to the concept art idea where a lot of especially new artists would would be very protective and maybe sometimes ego uh, driven about their own work, you know. Where it's just like, oh, it's like it's a, it's a my it's my thing, you know. It's like I want to do this, and then when you get to experience working collaboratively with someone else, it's just like it's a shock. Like, what? Someone's using my parts of my painting in this in this production that I'm getting paid for to do, you know? Yeah, I I, I actually I, I just can't understand, and I live by the example of of graphic um, supervisor, production designer, directors that actually even don't have that ego. So I like why 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 someone would have it if they don't have it. I mean they yeah. have ego, don't worry, huh? they, they they know how to defend themselves. I'm not taking but but they they really appreciate as well the people who are working for them and they are um I mean I learn a lot from them and um they have a certain I don't know they don't defend constantly their things. They know that yeah. they need a team to, to make it happen and their name is going to be on that. So they are, they are not that kind of protected, uh, I think. Right, um, right. The, the people I've been working with were great people and they were not full of fear that, oh, my idea is not... No, <laughs> it's that what is best. I mean, oh, I've been very lucky to just work on... Um, um, with with the right kind of people, but they, I think I think um, with the years of experience, you just be more flexible and cool down, and you just want yeah. that the boat goes into destination with everyone else, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it definitely it definitely can be hit and miss with production designers. There's just like so many characters there. Um, yeah. I, well, I, I had experiences <laughs> with guys that, you know, I had experiences with, I was pretty lucky with production designers I worked with. I, 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 um, I had a chance to work with um, Owen P uh, Patterson, uh, Darren Guilford, uh, who else? There was a few more. Um, there was a few more, few, few more names there, but all of them were, were pretty good in terms of like, you know, this this sort of collaborative effort, yeah, working yeah. together and and you know it's giving you gi giving you enough space to 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 do your own thing, but also like having a really specific requirements on what you're supposed to do. Um, but I've heard some that, stories. Though <laughs> I've heard some stories about some really interesting characters out there too. That's um, why you're reading us stories now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, some of some of those names cannot be mentioned. That's yeah, really that, obvious. Uh, it's such a small <laughs> no, industry. Like, you don't want. We keep it like the, the you know we keep it like the, the DVD uh, <laughs> uh, at the end. It was just fantastic. It was one, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, yeah you smile. Uh, you show your white teeth. It was that's great. it. No, no problem. <clears throat> no problem. No. Um, how's no, your like... How's your experiences with artists though? Like, do you do you get um, to have like artists with large egos uh, a lot or? Well, I, I, I tend to not hire them. <laughs> uh, I mean, you need to have an ego, but well-placed, let's say. Right. Like a pride. You need to have a pride of doing uh, the best job that you can. Yeah, and, yeah of course. And, um, yeah, to not deliver. Like, 
I remember having artists that uh, say, where, where is that? I mean, you never deliver that with me. Why are you delivering it to others? This is half of what you can do. Like, no. sorry, what, what's happening? And they are just demotivated, yeah? So fair enough. And my job then is to motivate them. Um, but I had eventually one or two people who have ego where I have to learn as well to deal with them. Right. Um, I think, um, yeah, ego is, is, uh, is coming also about unexperienced and fear. So, I like to work with people who have experience. <laughs> just, just because if we can focus on the job, you know, we can focus on having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like as 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 I'm managing artists and now directing artists, I need that their energy is focused on the right thing. Um, I, I and I want to have a good time. I want to do a good, you know, tennis match where we don't lose the ball. You know, it's like right. Uh, so, so eventually, I had uh, I come across with people trying to uh, hire people, and and when I feel a bit of a too much of a ego wrongly placed, uh, I kind of like walk away, you know, just just simple as that because uh, because I've got a lot of pressure as well on my side, and um, I need to make my company work. I need the, that it uh, delivers to. To the people who are believing in in, uh, um, in me and the team that I put in place, yeah. So the balance of putting people together, like when you're on location all together, is is you can see that one person that has a wrong mood one day will affect the whole group and the whole creativity and everything. So for me, I was trying to balance. I had like beautiful introvert people that had gold to give and if you had like two um and i'm saying that i'm extremely noisy (laughs) (laughs) too noisy people but too much in the room they are going to shy off and never show what they have inside yeah um in the same time if you let let them alone they are going to sleep at some point you know they need to be a bit wow wake up and so it's 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 constantly shifting um, energy of the day of like getting there and um, let's give a purpose of why that day should be interesting. Yeah, it's it's a fair amount of like balancing um, how much freedom you want to get uh, to an artist to express themselves in a way that they can get the best out of them versus like mm-hmm. w- where that does this stop. Or where's the moment where it turns into babysitting, you know? Yeah, it's it's very difficult and it's years of experience. And uh, I, I, would, I mean, at first, like 12 years ago, when I started to have artists to, to, to our direct, I would be um, so scared myself to fail. Right. That fucking micromanage, yeah? Now, it's, it's not about micromanaging. I'm going, okay. Hello, <laughs> and I've got I've got artists working for me at the moment. Uh, lovely, <laughs> and um, and I'm here sometimes like doing this, you know, like oh, no, because because it's not about micromanaging. It's about this is the function of that concept piece. If you miss it, you miss it all. Yeah, and and the, the confusion is like I think, and and the frustration will be always if you think. 
that what you do for the vision of others, like directors, um, the effects supervisor, production designer, and all that, um, you're going to express yourself only. Yeah. This is not about that. It's about above. It's about, it's about the movie. So I think, I don't know, it's like when I, I pin them, no, 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 come back to that. It's because the function of the concept isn't done. And that function is like if you do a concept for a pitch or a concept for a VFX or a concept for a production designer, it's different function. It's different yeah. way of rendering it because it needs to give information for the next in line to use it. Yeah, exactly. Not just expressing yourself. It's it's really so, just like uh, you're building foundation for everyone else's work to be easier, not harder. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to maybe? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I... Yeah, and, and the beauty of it, I think, is when an artist had really much fun, and he really gave his love to the piece. Yeah. And it shows, and then the next thing, like, get excited. Exactly, and and then they want to do as at least as much as good or better, obviously, and yeah. that's where you push every, everyone forward. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what's happening at the moment with with the production we are working, and I, and I can see the result, you know, in like in real, and I'm sharing that with artists, and I'm like, oh look, look what he's <laughs> done, like look at what they're doing, it's nice, cool, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of respect from what is being done by the concept artist to the props maker while doing it after, you know, that I can, you can feel it. Yeah, 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 it definitely works, uh, you know, it just, it's just like for me, that's something I've learned over time, it's, it's, you know, you have to have your ego in check, as an artist in general, like it's not really, if you want to do something really great um, and, and be a real owner of it, then, then go for it, but you know, working on a production that's not the place to to try to prove yourself that you are the best shit, you know? You should prove yourself that you are the, the professional, that any task that's given to you is something that you can handle because, you, you know, you have to have your own amount of trust towards whoever is hiring you that whatever decisions they, they are making, they are making it for the best of the film. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and it's really that, you know? So it's, it's very... I found it's very hard to accept for for quite a lot of people. I, from from what I talk with artists and and see how they react to things and the artists that I work together with, uh, it's more it's more apparent in games I would say than in film. Um, I, I think games. I've mentioned this before a couple of times. Video games have way more ego, um, especially on artist level, than uh, than film. In film, it's like it's usually very old school, old school people on the very high positions that they, they, because of the body of work that they've done, they can just afford to be like assholes <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's understandable. Like you work your way up, and then you know that whatever you do uh, is gonna work until you fail, and then you know it's usually it's usually that's that's what what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking if we could go through like maybe some of the older projects that you know you've you've done and and you know uh, basically talk about 
your your thinking process when you work with artists, you know. Uh, we have your website up, so I don't know if you, if you have anything there that we could. Uh, so, or or we go back straight to um, to basically uh, the MPC art project at the time. Um, good to me. Ravi did a beautiful job of like promoting, um, get the success to promote all the art. I mean, part of the art, mm -hmm. and you can see. There's still some stuff that I was participating, and then um, and then after some that he's doing. So R Ravi is for for people who don't know him. He's also the guy who hire. <laughs> yeah. We are few there. Sorry, Oops. we have we have few around. Ravi is in LA right now, huh? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's texting it's, me a couple of times. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh man, I I don't have time. I was like, you fucker. <laughs> Ravi is, <laughs> Ravi is such a cool guy. I want to get him on the on our cafe too, but he's just he's just way too busy. This guy yeah. is a workhorse. That, yeah, I think he's, he's just gave his life for it, you know. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, the um, the story with Ravi, if I permit, and I hope you would not mind, is like we were looking for someone of his caliber, and um, uh, as I was. Traveling at, at some point, I you know I did breaks to inspire myself, so I did a break and traveling around the world, mm -hmm. and I got to you know New Zealand, and here was at already uh, because he's, he was a concept artist for production side, and at the time he was trying at Weta to you know discover the VFX side, and he worked there, so I met him, and and basically the way he talked about artists, he said, okay, this is the guy who can be an artist. I uh, I was really happy that um, say I pointed him. This is the guy, you know. Yeah. Just just because um, it would be there if there's any, and you need to stand up from time to time <laughs> to, to protect your your hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he's totally this type of guy. Uh, so I'm really happy that uh, he's totally developed what we, we we started over there, and I only. I only um, heard a lot of good things of what he's doing and how he manages things. So, yeah. But hey, that's it. Is 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 like um is um is there for no one anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, you can see already there's few artists in there. Um, yeah. There's the work of um, Andre, um, Mark Tompkins, mine over there, um, Stéphane Levallois. And and here there must have been some. Is it Philippe Goliot or Olivier Pron at the time? Um, well, there was you know all those people have grown up and now they are like doing major uh, things. So this is the luxury that when you have like uh, uh, you have done already some work on um, previous Harry Potter. Uh, the VFX supervisor of the movie um, liked what the idea you could develop, and they start to ask you um, how how you could develop other ideas. Right. So I'm not allowed to speak. In, I think in particular because it's pretty. It's yeah, it's <laughs> Harry fine. Potter, like there's only one version. Yeah. There's only the book yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So keep that way, but here's like um, very loose. Um, loose <laughs> and stylish um, 
sketches of exploring, like as a story bits, you know, like a, a moment of a sequence that would give uh, the, the, the the full um, mood of uh, of the sequence. So um, we would do these kind of things, and because here it's like so different. Sorry, it's, it's mixed. Here's about finding a mood of a sequence. Here it's about very photorealistic um, concept for an effects that you need to be able to beat financially. Right. So there's no impression left over. That's not about that. That's about how you can make it. Yeah. And every time you do effects, more it's photorealistic, you know, um, better the VFX supervisor, sorry, well, we are back to another one, better the VFX supervisor will start to imagine how they can do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's very important that here, for example, um, I don't know if it was this one, but with marked up kids, we, we had some some stuff that um, I planted over there is um, my love for nature. We were uh, shooting a lot of raw material. Um, I don't know if it was that from that, maybe not, but it's, it really looks like. We did burn for another concept a lot of papers. Uh, out on the roof of NPC, uh, <laughs> and um, we would have a lot of material. Um, so that maybe we had collected a, a bank of of realistic texture of elements. Um, like for monsters, we would shoot fish, for example. It would stink everywhere, and and I would be banned <laughs> from, from the shooting room after because it was the same level of the client who was thinking total. Um, coming into the office, I'm like, what is the smell? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it, was ter- it, was, it was fantastic because we had like giant pulpo uh, that has gorgeous colors uh, that we get from the, um, the, the fishmonger outside London. And we had a, a, sm- a small shark. We had like a lot of things. And we... We took some photo um, for the texture with the specular and with the non-specular, which allows after to um, pass it on to the guys who are already the, going to make it for real. So yeah. you basically prep all your texture at higher level. So what we use, we could do it after. That's the most important. What we, we shown at concepts in terms of FX concepts, uh, we were not shooting in the feet of the VFX supervisor and his team to make it happen. We actually provided also some some texture. Oh, that's cool. So basically, like for instance, in this example, you you, you would yeah, done by Andre. Yeah, you you guys would basically like shoot the you know burning paper and whatnot. But besides having that used in the concept, that would be an actual asset that could be. Perhaps later, exactly. later used in the movie yeah. for VFX. That's cool. Yeah, that's a very, that's, very pragmatic uh, approach, you know. Well, this um, um, the the little story because it's my opportunity to acknowledge everyone. Um, when I first started the art department at NPC, long time, I think it was two thousand three, five. I don't remember. Um, there was there was this guy called Olivier Pont. Mm-hmm. I was I was gone for a year on on the production client side, um, and they 
they replaced me by the time by by, by this guy. <laughs> when I came back, oh yeah, we we are opening. You're going to open for us the art department. Uh, but he's, the guy is going to work with you. <laughs> the guy is fantastic. Because yeah. the guy, <laughs> you know, the guy who did all the the, the cities on Garden of the Galaxy, and you know, is <laughs> uh, in love with nature. And he was talking to me about fluid dynamics and. Uh, and he knew, he studied it, and he knew how to um, sketch it and, and uh, in a photorealistic way. And all the movements were um, understandable by a VFX artist. It was not just make up, he actually looked at it. So yeah. basically, us together sitting, he made me um, observe nature, which I passed it on, and had the other guys observe nature. nature. So... Um eventually uh, someone like Mark really dedicated himself to that and was able after to to draw first like the the the, the Japanese anime artist, you know, little sketch of fire or water that, that would actually look like fire and water in movement. So we would concept the effects in 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 um, in a sequence, mm -hmm. not just in one picture. So this would eventually, not this case, but others um, would. Um, I don't know if you have over there. Like yeah, that's that's for example Mark Tompkins. That um, also he has a fabric, but he would do a sketch that would emulate all the animation. But right. he spent a lot of time studying, and all that comes from the the. The study of free dynamics, the, the the love for it, the love for nature. So when you start to really observe, and um, you you get a lot of information, not just about movement, but also about light, about the quality of the colors in in the infinite of the texture. You start to like what you're doing, also. You know? Yeah, yeah. Don't you find it interesting that you know um, the best the best in the industry, let's say artists that are really inspiring they never almost never find inspiration and in, like they never look at concept art for inspiration they always look about look into some weird places that normally you wouldn't expect that you're gonna find inspiration in, in right yeah yeah total um i i think i mean you need to know what's going on um out there um to understand the fashion and the trends Right. Uh, fashion and trends also being guided by the technology, and that's why I came to you, my dear, because at the time the trend was model because of these particles, um, and none of the guys I had at the time would have the time to, to learn the software and make it as brilliant. So Thank I just you. look on the internet <laughs> and say, who, who basically mastered the tool and gave it life? And out of the cool stuff over there, you already like not just using it uh, in a good way, but you were putting your sketch on top of it and etc. Yeah. You were already transforming and playing with it. So I said, you. I <laughs> <laughs> was I was quick by the way because I, I I remember watching uh, tutorials and um, postings from Scott Robertson because Scott Robertson is the guy who actually. Uh, came up with the idea of, you know, using replicators for, like, weird, weird stuff, you know? He, he made, like, suits with it and, and whatnot. And it was like, 
I want to learn that shit. I want to start doing it, but but like do it the macho way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I picked it up and literally the I posted it. I I can't believe I can't believe it, I posted it, and like two or three days later, I'm getting an email <laughs> from you guys. Hey, uh, we're working on Lella. I was like, what? A, that, what on earth is going on? <laughs> I mean, I have to acknowledge that um, I was, I'm not looking so much as concept as I should, uh, because as you say, I, I take inspiration from somewhere else. Um, but I also was relying on um, the other guy of the team who really were uh, aware of what's going on. And when I had to get the hot guy at the time, sometimes I said, hey, who is it? <laughs> and they would pull out few names, and I would recognize the uh, quality I I was looking for. And at the time, your quality actually was to break the repetition. So also we wanted the repetition, and right. that was really uh, this. I mean, we found this trend for for all in so many other films after. But you break the um, the patterns. So you gave it a more organic and natural and realistic right. thing. So that's the thing, is that you, you look at who <laughs> who have understood in his technique how to get an equivalent of realism, organic or you know, nature. Yeah. So you have to um, not use the tool for the tool, but use the tool because you want to say something. And that's the all different things. Exactly. Is that means you have a vision of what you want to accomplish and you're kind of like making the tool uh, doing it for you. Eventually, there's cool accidents that nourish your work and that's great, but that means you have a vision and that, that's, that's important. Yeah, I found uh, out that um, when, you're, when, you're trying, when you're trying to open up your mind to different areas of whether it's like new expertise and learning new tools or just basically looking at art from a completely different perspective where you're trying to find references and ideas in areas that you would n never ever expect to find ideas, you know? It's mm -hmm. when you actually, that's when, what, what uh, that's exactly what happens as you said, like you, 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 ex you start to find ideas or the mm -hmm. ways to express your ideas based on that additional piece of knowledge that you found in those weird places, you know? As you said, like, Mark, uh, his interest with nature allowed him to do, you know, something that it's not only interesting and realistic, but it's, like, not only interesting in, the, in terms of a concept, but it's also ha having a, a tangible functionality to it, you know? It's like, it's something that you know it's going to work because it's based on something that already exists yeah. and works and we understand like every human being understands it because it's nature you know yeah and and for that i've got a trick that i always like go back um and i wonder if it comes from olivia again um on your photoshop pixel and on your layers if you respect the truth of, um, you know, if you if you do a, a fog or if you do a glass, mm -hmm. and instead of like doing a layers with a cool um, um, filter like you know overlay and da 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 that that looks cool, 
But if you need to do a lot of version of it, then and you just start to change, you know, few layers on top of each other, then the effect is gone. It doesn't work. Yeah. 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 So they want to have like different texture of it, and and that was just an effect that works on the build of of few layers that work kind of together by accident sometimes. Um, so it's not repetitive and it's instant news. It's great for speed drawing, fantastic. But if you have to do a lot of version, you're losing a lot of time. But if you build or if you thought about your fog being a thin hair uh, and, and not something opaque that mm -hmm. doesn't let go through the light, if you decide that this is actually a pixel of that much opacity, yeah, mm -hmm. then it lets through, then you can do whatever changes, the effect will always remain because it's physical effect. Like the physicality of the, the, the glass of the fog, you yeah. give it to the pixel and no tricks. And that then works all the time. So if, if you just observe nature, you can't get it wrong. And on top of that, nature is way more inventive than us. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's it. Like, way smarter than we ever be. <laughs> so is you've got so much to go there. Um, and after, if um, I don't know how MPC would be happy about me just like sticking, staying on, staying on their on their websites. But um, um, I about inspiration. There's there's that. Uh, Nature observing is is dynamic, um, and then after is all kind of form of art. And I think like every artist wants to go to theater or you know. So all my time is is uh, actually um, about looking at other creators, yeah, and um, and get excited about you know, what, what what new ideas they have and how I could eventually bounce back in my own field. And everyone, I think, does that, but maybe different quantity. So I go more for um, the, the, the collision of, of words and arts than, than just looking at my own field. Um, and I would say... I had at the time, or I'm always have artists that are really aware of what's going on, and uh, I yeah. kind of like, get them to complete me, because the, I know that if if uh, they only fit themselves with what has been done, they are going to end up by design that somehow people want. There's a bit that is reassuring because you've seen that, and the clients will be happy, it's fashion and trendy, great, but it might be a copy, and yeah. in a, the land of do something that we never have seen before. This is no, no forbidden. So, um, always coming back from scratch is my is my guide, is my rule to be sure that um, we are not going to copy and do a subversion of someone else. Right, right. And he's well, not screen, by the way, but that's fine. I can I can switch to mine in a second. Um, Are you you have lost your the screen? Yeah, I think uh, it stopped sharing for whatever reason. I mean, your uh, the go to meetings uh, on, oh, okay. your, on your sure. end, but that's uh, that's fine. Sure. You can always switch. Welcome to start. Yeah, if you if you tell me after, and eventually in the conversation, I will come back showing a few things. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I can show you just if otherwise is one picture. 
that inspires me totally. Let me actually try to make you a presenter. Do the minute of philosophy there. Um, yeah. Do you get that? Uh, no, it's still it's still not sharing. I don't know if. Oops, I don't know if um, if you would need to restart. Don't worry, don't worry about it. I, we I can always switch to my my own screen uh, here. Uh, we're gonna have a few questions too. Um, oh yeah, there we go. It works now. You get? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's that's my my research about nature. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, that. That's oh, who for designed me. that sentinel? Oh my god, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Joking. Is, is that this one? Are you are you looking at it? Um, uh, now I see a black screen. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> see just a black screen? Yeah. Or you? See... Oh shit. Um, it wait, might wait, be. Wait. It might be. I don't know. I, I saw. Um, That's. I, I saw a website and then and then there's black. Okay, screen. I'm just going to put it there. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. So that is not, and if I do play, it will not work again. If I yeah, do, it might be some 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 bug or something. I don't know, but this yeah. this works fine, I think. Zoom, one, yeah. So that Google Chrome again, real plan. Twenty first century technology. Do you know what it is? <laughs> do you know what it is? Um. This what what I'm looking at exactly? I have no freaking idea. Okay, I can only imagine it's like it has some. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, I don't know. That's a golden, uh, particularly of gold trace. Oh, okay. And and so that for me, basically, when I, I had. You it know, looks like a digital art that someone did on DeviantArt, but no, this is pure nature. <laughs> this is pure nature. It's a scientific picture, and what I, what I see there is just like you start here on the project, let's say, and that's all the ideas that you're going to get, yeah. And some are completely loose, and they go to die very fast. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, you've got other people are joining you, and then. They start to create emulation, you know, and they gave gave themselves some uh, some some energy, and that basically it's is what when I started to see that I started to to see the creative process as fluid dynamics, and how people could help each other, or when you you basically create a, a strong target like a brief that is so clear, yeah, mm -hmm. how all the people are fusing their ideas and they start to coagulates all together and how is 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 gaining energy and it goes stronger and right. these phenomena i've seen them over and over i was i was um uh, trying also to make the creative process of the whole team better together but that is like just a picture is not is not what i'm saying but it inspires me and yeah. to get new ideas so yeah, that's it. That's just the minutes of philosophy. <laughs> you can come you, back. How do you? What is your? Because like everyone has a different approach to references, right? Like most, unfortunately, most of the artists will just go to ArtStation and you know what what is cool right now. I'm gonna do that, and and you can see that that happen. Like whenever uh, someone like Vitali or 
you know some some really good artist posts something original there's always like hundreds of copies of it because that's where people find inspiration like other artists art you know I, i'm curious like how you learn that's the thing you 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 learn by copy you know i mean right. we copy our parents so that's how we learn fuck it you know it's yeah of uh, course as a, <laughs> as, as a child you basically yeah exactly you, you mimic the environment but i'm curious is like because you one thing that um when we worked together and and when i met you and we worked on guardians and and x-men is you had a very very different way of approaching you know what the reference is you know because like for instance you i think i only have few uh you know supervisors whether would our directors or um production designers that had like a very 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 different very mm -hmm. original approach to reference Uh, mm -hmm. very often it's like yeah it's like what's trendy today and let's use that but you, you, the stuff that I was getting from you was rarely ever concept it was mostly like weird references that you were finding yeah. somewhere and I'm just curious like what's yeah. your thinking process when you're um, when you're searching okay. for those it's, it's first the reference is to create a communication with uh, uh, the filmmakers and the people who are in charge of um guiding the vision, uh, VFX supervisor mm -hmm. and all that. So first is, a brief for me is always incomplete at first. So searching for um, photographic uh, source material because you work in the movie and at the end the result is photography, it makes sense. If it was a cartoon, it would be different. But first is to create a communication. Yeah. Um, so we understand, and every every mood board was a question because I know these guys have no time, and um, I would arrange every board um, in kind of like a story of a texture, a story of uh, um, elements that needs to compose the picture, a story of framing, and and bring them together for comparison in a very of fully attractive and simplistic way. Right. So it would take no time just to get, wow, that's that's looking cool. And and with an easy comparison, oh, that's what I prefer. Oh, actually, that's what I want to say. And then first, it's, not a, it's about finishing a proper brief that um, eventually we agree on what we want to really create. All together, and where 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 is the zone we need to spend our energy and our creativity? What is left? Because um, they have eventually a vague idea. They have right. like certain taste. Uh, they come with a kind of open mind at first, but when you, really when you dig, they're going to repeat themselves and their pattern and their taste most right. of the time. Yeah, uh, some are true explorers, but others not. So I try to first know with who I'm going to work with. And because I always see it as a shared experience where I can also learn, win something and, and have fun with, you know, playing with someone, I want to know with who I'm playing. And yeah. these references are questions. They are not expression of my only, of my taste, of my understanding. Um, there are, um, I'm, I'm basically through that process of searching images, um, asking a lot of my, of questions, what, what I think is missing, 
and and ask them in a clear comparison way. So I'm I'm going to try to get an answer for the missing, the, you know, in the mathematical formula, you've got some missing dots. I want at least to have a kind of guidance because if we are going to work in a short amount of time and make all our energy and give all our love, I don't want to have us to redo it 10 times for nothing. Yeah, yeah. I went through that process when I was concept artist myself where you don't ask the right questions and you redo it over and over and over. And no matter what is a great movie to work when you start your career, if you do 400 <laughs> version of something, you just hate it after. <laughs> and that was basically what I saw. I experienced it a bit because I didn't know how first asking the questions. And then I knew how to do it. And then I saw other people, like when they were not coming to the art department, how many variations have you done? Oh, like 50. Uh-huh. <laughs> variations. Are you crazy? <laughs> no, you do three, three kind of raw variation and you should eat it, you know, because that means you have cared about the vision of your director or supervisors. Yeah. You have cared to share, to nourish yourself with, you know, um, each other and have fun and not be only on your own. So this is, this is where I start asking questions. And eventually, uh, you, you work on the aesthetic that you like. I actually, at some point at the end, I was also working with Stephen Wong's because I saw he's like, um, he could find pictures that were way off radars, like <laughs> surprising you. What you want is to catch the attention because again, you want to engage a conversation with people who have no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. How, how you excite them. You don't have the time to do the super mega piece of art. And, you know, so you start by engaging with them with ideas that are already, yeah. you know, and, and then you see how much risky they want to be or um, how much conservative they want to be. And then when you see, oh, guys, this is where we can really create, don't lose your time for the rest because the rest, they know it and it's going to be like that. So yeah. this piece is yours and have fun with it. You see what I mean? Yeah, it's like finding your 80-20, you know, like finding which 20% of the uh, references that you're going to provide is going to deliver 80% of the results, you know? Yeah. And it's sort of like building a map, like a roadmap. Right, we have to go this direction. I agree with you because like with film, uh, everything is so tight in terms of like how much time you really have to create and how you know the, the, the spin around and everything uh you, you don't really have the luxury of of exploring ideas for months like you would have in video games and uh, oftentimes especially if it's a big production you're gonna have like a lot of time to figure out what you want to do in film it's like when when it's already in production uh when it's you know all right we have we're doing prep for 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 shooting and you know that there's a scheduled you know filming day you only have a finite amount of time that you have to really cre uh, create within, right? And, and then when it goes to VFX, it's even it's even more tight. It's even more crazy, isn't it? Or I don't know. I just have this experience. Uh, also, um, at the moment, for example, I'm 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 working with Andy Nicholson, who um, who did Gravity, Assassin's Creed, and mm -hmm. uh, and 
And this guy knows so well the process that he knows when to start it. Right. Again, it's a big, big creature, a big design. Uh, you know that you have to start a conversation with the director and, and basically it's about their creative process as well. Um, so they, if they are experienced, uh, they will know when to start it so they also have time to get the conversation growing. Yeah. Because it costs so much that they need to be sure, yeah? They need to have explored, they need to have convinced uh, producers and all that. So I... Uh, I found that also when you start um, from pitches, because I did a lot of pitches at the time, um, you already start to engage a conversation. And then you've got the first green light, and then the second green light, and every time you add on that conversation to redefine and redefine. So actually you have a lot of time. What they, what they do is that no time, you create fast, 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 you know? <laughs> that's, that's a joke somehow, uh, it's just because a day of concert artists can be expensive, actually. So, <laughs> they wanted... It, I've, seen, wanted I've seen it happen, though. Like, you know, where... You know, it's, it maybe maybe it's it's a luck or something that you get to work on the production. I've seen, the, I've seen it at both ends. I've seen it where, yeah, you have time to develop ideas, and especially, like, when you work with a production designer that has a lot of experience. I found out... Uh, found about that a lot of experience brings you to a point where production designer also builds a lot of trust with artists so yeah. instead of you as an artist creating 50 50 60 70 sketches and like trying to bust your your ass to get a lot of work done you're gonna have to create one or two and you know it's gonna work because yeah because like yeah you you ask the right the right questions and and whatnot and and uh the and designer. you just put a little sketch on the corner of the table to, between you and say, oh, yeah, you get it? Yeah, I get it. And yeah. then the trust is there and you, you, you have the time. Yeah. Basically, it's, 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 if you don't spend your time to try to impress the person who's hiring you, if, if he hires you, it's because he wants you. Yeah, he's already impressed. <laughs> so if you don't spend your time trying to prove how good you are, how technical you can be, but you decide to work together, then there's the time. And yeah. then you can you start to see that if we actually really see that there's no time, and I've seen also directors understanding they were asking too much and relaxing the deadlines because they want you to not fail. They want you to do yeah. it well. Well, and they want fail, you to then the film time. fails. That's pretty obvious. So that's it. So basically, if you get that conversation and trust going there, then then you start to be between clever people, not trying to impress each other, but trying to really work for the movie, make it the best as you can. And then it's, again, for me, it's fun at the time. But yeah. the thing is, when you get like, oh, I'm working on a, on a, on a big movie, oh, I, I need to prove, I need... Um, Basically, you're going to maybe use some techniques that are time-consuming, and you want eventually to finish a picture even without starting the conversation. Yeah, because you need the wow effect, as Olivier would say. <laughs> wow effect. No, it wasn't me. I think. No, he's saying, he's, here we're selling dreams. That was his sentence. And I would say, wow effect. Um, and sexy. I want sexy pictures. Yeah, I want sexy picture because you always have to sell an idea, yeah? But that's where 
um, it's really demanding on, on the concept artist that you need to be, be able to get a sexy touch on your speed drawing. So with just two lines, instead your ideas, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually you, go, you can go all to the very fine finish that says this is a, a so much millions dollar movie and um, you're going to have like big success marketing, blah, 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 yeah? Yeah. So, but, but you don't need, I don't know. They they want to have every, everyone wants to have uh, been surprised and impressed, and that's what this industry is about. Yeah, we are selling emotions. So everyone will be asking you. I'm I, I'm waiting that the artists work with me are going to surprise me. I love it. You know, it's like mm. what well, he didn't. I didn't thought about this, but that's cool. You know, everyone wants that. But it's about learning to not give it all at first, thinking you're judged. Every second. Yeah, that's true. And that's something I, you know, I personally went through, uh, you know, myself by it's, it's an experience. Like you, you learn not to, not to basically overkill yourself on the day one, uh, where you're like, Oh my God, if I don't do this or that, I'm going to be fired. And it's like, I, I get, I get that there's, um, uh, there's always that, that, that uncertainty, you know, because like, it's not only, for unless you're like a top of the line an artist that gets so many requests that you know you can just ah fuck it you know if not this then i can take that um which is very rare but in most cases artists when they get um they get hired it's like wow like i'm gonna work on this project and there's always this sort of like scares like ah shit like i want to i want to impress i want to be I want to prove myself because, like, what if 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 I'm not doing this, then I'm looking for another thing, and it's it's not going to be an easy task for me. So, yeah, that's always there's always a, an element of that that's basically driving artists into a point where just, they're only trying to impress instead of like work uh, to get you know the results that you were talking about. You know, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, um, it's shifting your mind to say it's a teamwork, movie is a teamwork. Yeah, exactly. I think once you, you know, once you put that, that phrase, teamwork, it's, it, it should definitely make you, Ooh. make you think about. So, I've got actually, oops, I'm going, I'm just going, I've got my boss with me. <laughs> we can wrap we can wrap it up any time by the way if you, no, no, if you get any calls and whatnot then and the work is due on monday <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's all good um no it's actually very interesting gosh we, we need to get this just to talk in between each other because we are too busy look at that <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I mean, you've done so well with. Uh, I've I've been very much impressed by uh, what. I mean, all the people I've hired are so. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> ah, do you see my screen or not? Because you can't. I can. I can edit it out. I, I can actually hide okay. it. No worries. Okay. Up. Up. Down. Yeah, you can, uh, you can, uh, you can. Nobody's seeing the screen now, so it's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll switch to my screen, by the way. So. Yeah, I, I've been extremely impressed by all these. Um, gosh, 
<laughs> you too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, it's sending me a lot of funny pictures these days. All right. It's cool. But anyway, um, uh, I think, I think you guys have done a, a job incredible by, by, uh, uh communicating, helping, uh, all this, uh, young generation, hungry generation. <laughs> well, actually killing it is like there are a lot of talent out there. Um, I, I mean, that's jumping about, about pedagogy, huh? You want eventually to talk about that, but, um, I don't know. I've been impressed anyway. Um, I don't know what to say anymore. Let's, Ask me questions. You know what? Let's, let's actually jump into questions. There's quite a few, uh, okay. from, there's, there's, there's a few there's, questions. There's a few questions yeah. from, from the audience and there's a few interesting ones too. Let me actually scroll to find where they are. Do, do, do. Those some st stupid questions too, which happen all the time. Uh, nobody asked for brushes though. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm one of the art director. Already gave all the good stuff for the concept artist, and I've got nothing else to me. I'm just doing. But <laughs> basically, my job is is just doing Mickey's on top of their concepts. You know. <laughs> So uh, that's going to relate to one of the questions uh, that was here, which is basically, you know, if you're looking for freelance concept artists, but I'll, I'll maybe refer to this question when you're looking for concept artists, right? Because you, in most cases, unless you're with the art department, you're going to look for freelance artists from around the world yourself, right? Yeah, like right now, so I created, um, um, after MPC, I created, uh, it's a young company, mm -hmm. uh, a company that, uh, that provide visual developments and, and, uh, advisory services for a VFX company and so on. And basically I'm project based, but I'm just, I'm, it's two years now that I'm building it, and I take step by step, very slowly and carefully, to uh, set up the the ground. So when I've got some a production designer <laughs> calling me, Virginie, crew up, then that's where <laughs> I crew up. And I I usually take uh, up to a month to crew up. Um, so um, I, I I think I will crew up. Uh, when I'm surely around September or something like that, but otherwise I don't know. Is um, I'm I'm um, I'm looking at uh, re-inspiring myself at the moment with other projects that are um, um, on the different fields. But when I grew up, when when I've got a request, um, I actually I'm happy to um, to. Uh, to hear from um, experienced art directors as well that um, that could help me growing that company, but that's a different subject matter. Right, right, of course. But for instance, like when we when we worked, um, uh, let's say uh, uh, for visual effects, when you work for visual effects, how often do you think uh, companies like MPC or Framestore or any other companies that do VFX uh, go with freelance artists instead of the studio? Gosh, in my time, like it's different. Like you have already to ask them. I can't talk for them. Uh, I, I think you. They have a they have a core team, obviously, and and they when they have too much work or when they need someone specialist, mm -hmm. 
then they, they, they would go for a senior guy, basically. Um, I think working remote, I mean, I'm, I'm working remote um, and with artists all around the world. It works very well when the people have, have had experience in the field, in the companies, or on the set, because we know straight away what we're talking about. When I take uh, youngster talent, like um, like recently, there are beautiful discoveries, um, and and um, I've got a lot of pleasure. But it's it's also a lot of work to make them understand what is the pipeline. Um, right. So I think it, it would be the same, I suppose, for when I was there. Uh, you hire experienced uh, freelancers. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, because you can't, you can't take, I mean, at that level of movies, you can't take any risks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't have the luxury to experiment. Yeah. You basically need the solution and you, yeah. you're going to find so, artists that, that basically will deliver that solution. And what I do is I, I when I take someone I never had like movie experience, but I really do believe that they have a true talent they are to offer and a true motivation. Um, then basically agree to be checked, uh, you know, sh sh shake uh, in their way of working because they will have to adapt to, um, you know, English way of doing movie <laughs> and yeah. American own movie so they would be ready to uh, compromise and have no ego <laughs> then <laughs> then um, I basically uh, we agree on on the test period and if the communication goes well and take it well and and they they, they unleash what they have to give you know the, 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 the their talent then then we carry on and there's some beautiful stories um, that is happening um, on the, the last movies but I try to get always like senior guys uh, as well. Makes sense. And I, I guess uh, it's only when like you're really impressed with your ideas where you, you, you sort of like strike the chord that production designer or art director is looking for. Like I'm looking for something like you have this idea in your head as an art director. I'm looking for something and then bam, yeah. this is it, you know, that's, that, that that's your best chance. Yeah, the thing is, like, what, what I already do, I, I tailor team, and so I already pick up artists that ca that correspond to the movie and 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 the people who want that team for the production designer on. Um, so for their taste, I really try to make. I'm a matchmaker, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it doesn't mean that the person, if we don't if we don't work well, is not necessarily because it doesn't have talent or it's just because it doesn't work as well uh, in terms of, of taste uh, with um, with a production designer or with, with someone else. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Like you might have, there's artists uh, that are great, but they might not necessarily be the, the right fit for the project, you know, so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, I really do uh, basically talent hunting proper. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah. How, very another question was like obviously sort of related to what we talked about, but it also elaborates a little more in terms of like how, how do you think photorealism or photo photoreal quality of your work how how important it is uh, in order to get hired 
especially well, for it, film, you know? Yeah, it's kind of becoming a bit the norm just because uh, producer need, I mean, the marketing aspect of concept art is more and more important and they need to communicate very early on right. uh, what the film would look like and people who, who are not artists uh, will understand and, and have the wow, you know, so they can relate it. So I would say it's um, it's really important. Now, sometimes you've got um, um, very artistic um, um, production designer um, directors that just love it, uh, and they just want a style that they, they just love to see, and yeah. it can be very painterly. But for practicality, for bidding process, that you really understand what you're seeing so you can imagine how you're going to make it and um, you know being accurate um, on, on, on yeah on, on what the time steps and, and, and money would take then the photorealism is already a great tool yeah it's I found it it's almost like yeah it's a given like you have to you have to really produce high quality high fidelity work in order to even you know uh, compete Especially when, you know, looking at, uh, I found it very eye-opening or uh, in, in a way, like if you, if you go to any, any art, art websites, you know, websites that host artist work like ArtStation or, uh, ArtStation is probably the best example because they're, they just grew up to be so big and there's like pretty, pretty much anyone, everyone is there, um, but you quickly see like the quality of work has changed over the last couple of years so much. Almost everyone can do photorealistic work, you know? Yeah, and that's where exactly you need a speed drawing <laughs> and very painfully <laughs> and loose. Basically, we want it all. Yeah, right? we want it all. And for yes, we want it all. <laughs> it's, it's just because then, yeah, but photorealistic that takes time and, and it comes at a certain point of the process. When sometimes you actually need a painterly uh, piece because you don't want uh, your director, production designer, VFX supervisor, or, or you don't don't want to give it too much. So it really comes down to the function of the concept and when um, when it, it's just as to give a vague idea and and not decide this is actually it. So people can already see oh it's going to cost a lot or it's going to be very complicated to make. Yeah. So. It, you have like different function for every concept, but ultimately, if we are doing movie, it's, it has to, to, to be uh, integrated to a plate. So at the end of the day, you know that you're going to finalize pieces, photorealistic pieces. But saying that, speed drawing is essential tool to, for the ideas, and you need it as well. Yeah, there's still so, like a, a right amount of work that's gonna end up being just I, a sketch, you know. Exactly, but then that's where I will I will hire artists, speed drawing artists. But then just for that, yeah. if the artist has the uh, wide range to do both um, and realistic, and then I can hire him more for longer periods. Makes sense. Yeah. It actually answers the next question <laughs> uh, almost completely. So that's good. Um, let's see. I'm just looking at if there's any other questions that we could could go through. There's an, or interesting ones at least. Um, uh, 
how to, how not to burn out and stay fresh in full time long term project uh, game or movie routine uh, often kills creativity. Um, there's there's two things. There's the routine or or the overwork <laughs> because <laughs> you've been given too much. A again, uh, thinking that you're part of a team. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, how to not. I mean, the 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 routine is like um, if if you're part of a team, obviously people are going to challenge you, so you're going to wake up <laughs> or something to share with you, and I mean, you know, the, um, how to. I don't know. Okay, well, I'm I'm doing a weird stuff at the moment, but it's too long for 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 to. Not being burned out and repeat myself, uh, I I kind of like get some almost sabbatical uh, months or year um, traveling to mm -hmm. totally refresh. Uh, I was lucky to be able to afford it, so now I know how to travel and to make it cheap. But uh, <laughs> to basically do something totally different, I was uh, basically um, starting to dance. Uh, a lot, six to ten hours a week at the time, wow. um, because it was giving me a balance, something where I couldn't think, so I would not burn out by overthinking, and always the same and the same over and over and over, same questions and things. Yeah. So I don't know, and and um, and again, like if it was burning out by overwork, well. If you're part of a team, you can talk. And as together, we found a solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it's found not all it, on the artist's shoulder. Exactly. And I found it, it's like when you, it's, it's not like shifting responsibility. It's just like realizing that, you know, you're working on a project together with the team. And it's not only that you have to come up with those ideas. And I, I found where we have discussions with other people when you when you engage in conversation it's when you actually spark the interest into the project again especially when mm -hmm. you when you really get burned out you know like because let's let's face it every single project you're going to work on there's going to be a moment where like fuck i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> you know i haven't seen i've i haven't seen from the, all the projects i worked on there was always on every project there was a moment it was like ah like when it's gonna end but but there's it's it's a matter of how you approach it obviously you want to approach it professionally and, and keep going but it's also you know you don't want to you, you don't want to burn yourself by by going in the same route that got you to that place in the first place you know you kind of want to find something that what can add a twist to it you know yeah, so there's, there's this twist, but coming back to um, when you're overburned by overwork, I think the, the, the best relation I have with, ex I would say, experienced artists is because they know their job. Yeah. Uh, when I ask too much, they are telling it to me. Yeah. And yeah. I say, oh, whoa, 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 I don't understand. And they're actually explaining me how they're going to make it, which totally reassure me that they fucking know what they're doing. <laughs> I can trust them. Also, they are another part of the world. Um, and and then from that, as they're talking about what they're going to do, sometimes I readdress, I say, but that you don't need to do it. Or that yeah. you can cut that. 
or okay, fair enough, it's too much. Um, let, let's let's be step by step with what is the what is the next step of what we need to be found or validation validated, etc. So when they know how to talk to me as well, <laughs> yeah, and because, because they they're interested to to communicate. Uh, what they are going to do, and we exchange ideas. I've got um, also one thing is when they take a brief first, and you can see where the experience is. Is like um, with with Stefan, for example, we we talk sometimes an hour, an hour and a half, just over one brief. Why? Uh, because as we talk, we already start about ideas, and we end up doing weird like gesture or <laughs> skyrim. Yeah. Because. Because we're already like creating, oh, it could be this, or it could be that. But as we talk and we have an experience, we can visualize it and say, actually, not so good idea. And we move on and we already develop something. And suddenly, instead of like doing so many variations because we don't know where to go, we have actually a clear, firm um, intention and, and vision. And on that, you say, okay, on that, we only need a speed drawing yeah. for now, yeah. you know. So you get a strategy with with your art director normally how you is going to communicate that to the client and um, and then because you've got clever people in front of you as well and you're doing the same then like director production designer will answer you in the same in clever way and and finding the best way that you can achieve the best so again if you Stay in your corner. This would not happen, and you will feel the burden of the world on your shoulder. Yeah. But if, and I'm not talking about selling your idea and try to argument. Like argument is 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 out of is is wasting time. Yeah, you is, know, it's stupid. <laughs> is is what needs to be achieved? What at this stage? Um, what is the best best? Um, way to represent that idea so it sells it and yeah. everyone agrees on it and the movie can move forward. Um, obviously, sometimes you are asked to do impossible tasks and then you say, guys, oh, you're just going to do the <laughs> round back <Yeah. laughs> and after it would be good, you know? <laughs> but there's sometimes, there's crushing time, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a conversation always, always makes, uh, you know, uh, makes everything easier. And, and I found out there's almost rarely ever stupid question, you know, you, you might, you might be thinking like, fuck, I don't really want to ask, you know, him or her this question because I, it's going to make me look stupid. But mm. that's like a misconception that I found. It's like even asking the most ridiculously easy question is basically putting it's only, it not only takes a little time, it takes less time to ask stupid question and be at least confirmed that it's a stupid question and you at least know that you're moving on in the right direction versus like even on the very basic things, not knowing, then trying to do something for hours and then come back and like, dude, you totally misunderstood it. <laughs> and it's, it's, I think it's a burden on, on both sides. And I found it's, again, like, as as stupid as it sounds, I, I never had anyone telling me telling me like, dude, you're asking stupid questions. It was even the the most simple thing like, are you are we using black and white or colors? You know, like mm -hmm. easy stuff mm -hmm. like that. Even even though again, it sounds really stupid. 
Uh, <clears throat> well, it's not at all because black and white is composition. Exactly. Colors, exactly. You know, the, the things to validate <clears throat> at all. Exactly. And I found it like, yeah, a conversation and, and, and that brings just more, uh, it, it just makes it easier for people to, uh, to get stuff done the right way. Uh, for an artist, it's, it's asking is the best way to make sure you're, you're not making mistakes, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna read one more question and, and, you know, I don't want to hold you up for too long. Um, there is one question that is kind of interesting, um, and and it's basically related to, and I don't know if you have experiences with that yourself, and it's not really much related to what we talked about so far, but um, when was the last time either of you saw a new artist enter the industry, either from a total change of their profession or uh, from the age later than, let's say, 30 years old? So basically... You know, just distill it to something more simplistic. It's like, I, I guess the person is asking, if I'm not an artist and I'm already already over 30, do I still have a chance, you know, to be to be an artist in the industry? Uh, it's almost, um, it's kind of an irrelevant question in the sense it's all about attitude and... Um, Yes, there's, it's, it's, it's always easier when you start younger uh, because you get the technique out of the way um, yeah. and it takes years to get the technique. But if you just want to go in the industry, there's also a job that requires less technique. I mean, concept artist nowadays is, is fierce on the level uh, of skill set. Um, because it includes um, 3D painting is, is so much. You always like can um, focus in one area and just getting very good at it. And after is really a question of attitude. Um, and dedication, right? Like how is, much effort are you really willing to put in? Yeah, but if you're just so nice to work with, people will want to work with you. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's like... Um, I. If if you enter uh, late and you are insecure, and and um, then that can be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because at the time is like we are there to you know we are there to play we are there to make the thing happening. So the production have no time for for the feelings somehow. Sometimes you know it's like a very harsh sometimes for that. So. If you're just happy to, you know, you work your ass off uh, uh, two years and you get to a technical level that you can be hired in the industry uh, and you start from there and I don't know, there's no rules, um, I think. If If you're a happy chap, Full of energy and positive, there's always a place <laughs> because we are we are eat you know we are scavenger of motivated people. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need to believe that this mar- miracle to make the movie is possible. If we don't believe it, forget about it. If you're coming with all your doubts, no one will want to hire you. Yeah. You see what I mean? it's like? We are here to make something that is going to be challenges anyway. So we just want people who are believing in themselves uh, and, and, and believing in the project and just 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 work on it, not thinking 
much aside. And it's quite harsh that that that's that view of it. But um, no, it's it's very valid though. It's you know it's you don't want to fool yourself that you don't want to go in one direction with like oh I can do everything that I want to. Uh, and just like full, be a full believing it, but w without backing it. Uh, and then you don't want to go in the other direction either, saying that oh, I'm over thirty, which means I cannot do anything anymore because it's like I'm already past prime time. That's that's, no, that's a bullshit argument, I would say. It, it, it's always of a being strategic about it. It's like you want that, okay? It would take time, okay? Um, can I afford time? Um, what are the steps to be done? How much I need to learn? Um, and then from there, um, who I need to contact. Um, I mean, I, I heard stories of, of people working in, in Pinewood. They, they say, they say oh, I spent 10 years to try to hit the door. And finally, I'm in. And sometimes it takes time. And you've got some people like, you know, Jama who just, <laughs> in five years, he goes, <laughs> okay. And, and when you like, look, here I am. <laughs> the, the thing, the, when I, when I see him, um, he's actually, he's, he's, he looks relaxed. <laughs> I don't know if he is, but um, he's, he's always... Jama, by the way, started late. Like, he's, I think he's older than me, and he's been in the industry like three yeah. times less than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it's for him to say exactly uh, the years, but it's just few years, and he hits straight away, but the thing is that the attitude, positive attitude, and 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 the philosophy he has towards challenges. Well, I'm going to learn basically. That's yeah. what he does, you know. And he's, he somehow he's got this confidence in him that he's not scared. Um, and uh, and that's and what's why. What's the worst thing that can happen when you enter the industry? It's like, wow, you just gonna. It's not like you're fighting tigers and trying to survive in the jungle. You're you're just doing work. The worst thing that can happen is just like it's not gonna work out for you, and then you're gonna have more chances eventually. You know? if, yeah, if it's the story that you say to yourself, that's the people also you're going to meet. You know, if like you yeah. think that you 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 the world is full of tigers, you're going to meet those tigers because you're going yeah to to get the, the sign of the the prey, so the tiger are going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's really it's really a matter of attitude and 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 yeah obviously dedication but and and maybe again knowing what you are why you're there if you're passionate about movie then that means you're going to ask the right question you're going to say interesting that what in that industry what are the titles of the job what can I do um, what in the art department can I be a draftman first. Can I be, which is not concept artist, but you're totally part of the making and you're assisting to incredible um, things. Um, so you you inquire what is there from yeah of your reach basically, and you start there. So and if it's concept, um, because you you you're just like full of talent, um, then fucking do it. I'll tell you interest I mean I used to I, I was struggling to find stories where it's true but it is and I know a guy and I'm not going to mention his name yet but uh, I on the films that I worked on there was a there was a production assistant you know a guy who just basically orders food uh, make sure make sure that emails are sent you know just basically 
sort of like the guy, the per, the person that basically just has to do everything that no one else wants to do. Yeah. You know, like especially in the art department. But it was, and this person now, I think uh, he already has quality to to be a set designer. I'm not sure how it's how it's going for him. I think I think he he's going that direction, but he was a person that would always ask questions he would always be there like super positive and work with the you know with the designers and go in and like hey can you you know especially when you there's always like a downtime during during the office hours where you know maybe you're waiting for feedback or something and he would find that opportunity uh to connect with people and hey can you show me this little thing here he wouldn't be like aggressive about it like hey like constantly coming over your desk like fuck like dude get out of here give me a break no he'll be like very very open to like can can you like if you have time i would really appreciate it if you show me and he would learn how to do basically set design you know in the in the very and the and from the professionals so you don't have to be an artist to to become an artist Uh, that's basically basically what i'm trying to say you can find an avenue where you can still work, you can still provide for yourself, but it, you're, you're just funneling yourself towards towards that industry and then try to just, you know, soak it in, find opportunities. If you have a positive attitude and if you really want to become someone, you have to look for opportunities. But when the opportunity come, you have to be ready for it. So so make sure that yeah. you, you're putting all the, eff- the right effort towards it, you know? So, yeah. That, um, that, that's... Reminds me about a certain guy called Kim Frederickson. I'm sure no one knows him. This guy is like working like on everything. He's so good. And this guy, I met him um, in Golden Compass when I was uh, starting as concept artist uh, like 10 years ago, something like that or more, 12, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, basically this guy came as a runner. And at yeah. the end of the production, so he, he did runner, draft, no, maquette, draft. And he, because all the concept artists were a bit too, exp- I think, expensive at the end, we just finished our contract. And then he just took on our job in one movie. He was a concept artist. But what happened is like, he was not that young and he had work on other fields and he was talented and he brought actually 3D. And, and other software where it was at the time uh, very all um, done by hand. So he came with a crashing technique. And in one movie, he went just there. And yeah, it's the dedication, so, isn't it? Like, he just, you, you could tell, like, this guy really wants ready, to do it. Was he, he had it already worked him ha- himself out. And then he found that opportunity and it just made it happen then. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the stories of the people you don't really know, but they are like they are doing the job. <laughs> um, yeah, story stories. Yeah, you always you always stumble upon those people where you know there's there's always you're always gonna meet people that are always negative and they say like it just cannot be done and they always end up being in the same place. They always just say shit cannot be done and they they end up just being an average complaining person just being out there and just complaining that nothing can be done but then you're gonna meet person that you know they're they're motivated and they really want to do it and they're smart about it you, you don't want to be stupid about it either like you don't like i'm gonna quit my job today and 
And, no time. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. I found this book, and I don't know, Virginie, if you if you read it, um, by Tim Ferriss. It's called Four Hour Work Week. Um, I, I I bought it. I started to read it, but it was at the time when I was reading so many books that I I didn't <laughs> uh, kind of finish this one. I think if you read that one and then you read Deep Work, it's yeah. it it will just basically maybe motivate you to to you know if you want to be an artist and you aren't. It's a good sort of recipe to, you know, do it in a smart way, in a way, you know, because I think a lot of people mis misread uh, the four-hour work week. They think it's it's a book about just decluttering your life to a point where you don't have to do anything, which can completely be done if you're smart about it. But I don't think that's the essence of it. I think it's removing things that you hate in life work included like the work that you don't like to do but you have to because you have to pay bills and then finding something to replace uh, to replace it with that you're really happy to do you're really inspired to do so if you're if you're if your dream is to be an artist and if you love doing art you know if you do it as a passion and but you're stuck with something else i, I think you know that book could give you some ideas no, it's not it's not a recipe it's it's just ideas and uh, but I found it really interesting, and I can tell you can definitely make it happen. It's just a matter of how you approach it. Um, obviously, it's also a matter of whether you're going to be lucky at the end of the day or not, because you know what, there's a lot of things that can happen in in, in the in the year or two where you just might might be lucky. It's going to work out, and you might just have an unlucky events in your life that just basically going to put a lot of setbacks and. You know, and you're you're not gonna make it. So it's you know, there's not never a, a, a full recipe that you follow, and and, and there, boom, you're you're done. You know, uh, it's always like a, a gamble. But it's, I think it's a gamble worth taking. At the end of the day, if you're um, if you don't take chances, then you're gonna regret that you never took any chances. You know, uh, and mm -hmm. it's gonna be always in the same place you are. And I found it true when I'm teaching. Uh, when you teach, you always. Uh, expose yourself to basically that's how I work this is the idea is to here here's the recipe of how to basically make me unemployed you know just just follow that uh, but at the end of the day it's like you're exposing yourself releasing everything you know um, and then you force yourself to be in that uncomfortable place when you have to search for something new and search yep. for for you know whether it's inspiration or or, or new techniques or whatever that is, but it basically always keeps you sharp and always keeps you motivated, you know? Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I teach myself for, but in the normal schools of animation. And yeah. uh, so for, kind of for 18 years, I did a few days uh, per year over there. Uh, and also, no matter what I would have done as big movie or whatsoever, You've got this young generation that comes uh, not impressed at all. <laughs> so you you also uh, it's it's interesting that uh, giving what you know also uh, teaches you how to simplify your own process and 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 really understand what is what what really matters and not. Um, it's a win-win, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's this new generation. I I was um I was um, I thought at the beginning, long time ago, uh, thinking that they would always keep me sharp on the trend, and actually I found that not. 
Yeah. Uh, they keep me sharp on the energy and the motivation. But on the trend, I have to <laughs> check them because they tend to just copy and repeat what is the easiest access yeah. and, and not really uh, studied in deep uh, the, uh, I mean, the art or things like that and just get stuck in technique. Um, but I think it's a normal process. You start by the technique, you master the technique, and then after you move on to get your own style and, and your own ideas. Um, it's a normal process, but yeah, they, are, they, they give you a lot of motivation and, and <laughs> you know, woo yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> what you say to them, to, to you. <laughs> you know? So it, it gives you, yeah, it, it keeps you sharp, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, let's wrap it up here. Um, Man, we, we just went through almost two hours of conversation. I can't believe the time is flying. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry uh, I, I well, kept you so long. I, I know I, I try to always limit it to about an hour, but it's just like always conversation kind of kind of goes on and on. It's just like you can get carried it's, away. You need to catch up with your friend more often. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. We should, we should talk more. It's always like uh, well, I'm, I'm really, I'm really uh, curious uh, about everything you're doing. I think you guys are are, are doing something extremely positive. So yeah, always what? trying. Uh, you know, I've learned a lot from community, and I, I always yeah. feel like it's my responsibility to sort of give it back. And and you know, that's that's what I'm trying to do. At least it's 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 a learning experience too. I found that when you're a teacher, you're also uh, once you start teaching, once you start, you know, uh, sharing, you get so much feedback that you learn more than you would ever learn by just being your, by yourself, you know. So yep. um, it's always, always positive. So, all right, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for everyone who decided to join us today. Yep. And uh, Virginie, thanks for thanks for sharing some time with uh, with me and, and with, with, with my audience here. And yep. uh, yeah, uh, can't wait to talk some, oh. some more. So. Yeah, yeah, we need to talk about a, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, de we'll definitely, we'll definitely do that. All right, I'm, I'm hitting, I'm wrapping it up. So thanks, guys. Uh, take care and uh, have fun.